and have to figure out who it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah! Yeah! Hello, and welcome to episode 77, lucky number 77 of Water Hockey, the podcast about hockey culture inside Sir? Texas and Sir? all around the South. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, the Doncic episode. As always, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and now, as of today, TikTok. We are live on TikTok. We have one slide up there. Uh, or whatever they're called, TikToks. We're old, so we don't TikTok that much. But uh, we're gonna get some new content on there. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, you're you're a TikTok no. guy. I have one video on mine too. <laughs> Sorry, well, we'll have, I, I we'll wasn't have a trying bunch of, to. No, yeah. no, no, it's okay. We're everyone's trying their best, and that's all that matters. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff that we're gonna start bringing out to you guys. Uh, the off season is our on season, so make sure to go over and follow those all at Auto Hockey. Uh, we actually have a guest today. We had a whole show lined up. We had a guest come in last minute, and it's a perfect stellar guest uh, because the NHL draft is this week. That may give a little bit away uh, on who we might have here in just a couple minutes, but it's been even longer since we've caught up with the boys. It has been a hot second. It's been a hot second. We've done some stuff. We had a couple of interview episodes, some extra sauces, which I hope you guys enjoyed uh, with Sav. And uh, EJ from Three Ice Hockey. Uh, just, I mean, it's really cool to start making these connections all around the industry. But the connections that matter the most are on this podcast. And Patrick, how have you been, man? It's been a while. Darn tootin'. Been doing well, bro. It's uh, It's been kind of nice to have a little bit of a summer break. Um, what have I done? Had another wedding since the last time we spoke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if you can mm-hmm. believe it. Yep. That's our last one until, and that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, until the DJ season. was killing it, like just until three and a half hours of dancing. Three and a half power hour of dancing. I actually went to a wedding too, but keep going. Yeah, so that wedding was a lot of fun. Um, got the second to last animal started on my sleeve. The old bear up on uh. my shoulder. Are you going to name it? Do, will each of your animals have a name? Mm-hmm. That's an important they all question. They all correspond to some of my best friends, so I okay. guess they kind of unofficially have names already. But Do, Is one of your friends named Barry? <laughs> the bear is not named Barry, no. Damn. Although I guess I could start referring it to, to it Jerry? as Barry. Jerry? <laughs> Jerry the Barry? Jerry, Jerry was a race car driver? <laughs> Uh, other than that, we used our pool at our apartment twice in one weekend for, and we had literally never used it in the three years that we've lived here. I can relate. I'm going on two years. Haven't been inside my own pool yet. So yeah, it's actually pretty nice. It's a good chill hangout pool. Um, what else? Went to summer bash. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Saw the pics. Oh yeah. yeah. That's you the, got, the ticket, you got one the with uh, Jake. Yeah. Yep. Met my leader, Jake Kemp. He complimented my sleeve in progress, which was uh, a highlight of the day. Did you? Are you going to now name one of the animals after Jake? Do you have a snake? Uh, one of them is actually for my buddy, who is also named Jake. So, kind so of, in a roundabout way, yes, Jack yes. Kemp. Yeah, got it exactly. But yeah, man. Other than that, I need to uh, hit up one of my buddies to teach me how to skate. He's from the Northeast. Ah. And I think played college hockey, so I need to hit him up and say, make me not suck so I can get back out there at a, uh, a drop-in or something and not look like a damn fool. 
Hey, I think you held your own very well. I really tried. I gave it A plus effort. You definitely gave it the college try for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when you're starting out, that's really all you can do. Yeah, it was valiant work, man. Honestly, TBH, it was it was valiant. That's right. It's a lot harder than it looks. Everybody makes it look so easy, and it's not easy at all. It's very, very difficult. I challenge anyone that's listening <laughs> to to give it a whirl at any time. I say that as I'm going to, you know, when the season starts, I'm inevitably going to bitch about somebody playing bad. But you know what? It's coming from a place of empathy. We not just want you just to be negativity. better. Right. Just want you exactly. to be better. Well, Jason, you, uh, you've you been parking and wrecking uh, just <laughs> Dude, July 4th. It was this past weekend. I and parked as a parks and wreck so hard guy, yesterday. Yeah, you, you had to be on top of your game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, we, aside uh, from that, how you been? Uh... Dude, honestly, pretty good. Uh, work's getting great. Uh, got fully staffed now for the most part. I got a couple more positions I could fill, but for the most part, we're we're self-sustaining right now with minimal interruption. So that's pretty dope. Uh, but no, last week we went out to Lake Louisville, rented a nice little double-decker boat that had like a slide on the top of it and you could just out, jump yeah. off of it. So that was pretty dope. Um, got pretty litty out there. Uh, didn't quite injure myself, which was great. Uh, I did. That's, that's key. They had a pretty narrow gap to like try to jump off of there. He was like, yeah, you can definitely do it. Just be careful. And after a couple too many, like sometimes you like second guess and then you like accidentally hit your knee on the, on it. So you can get a nice little scrape on the side of it. But other, aside from that, it was wonderful. Uh, happy birthday, Taylor, uh, by the way, there. Old shout out for last week. Uh, this week, uh, yeah, dude, Parks and Rec, super hard. Hit up uh, some friends pool as well. Their community neighborhood pools. That was nice. That was pretty dope. Um, Max is really taking a liking to the swimming, so that's pretty cool, too. Oh, we got a water. Starting here. young. But yeah, it is. Uh, oh, our hockey season ended last mm, week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with a gracious defeat for fourth place. Mm. No, did we win? I don't even fucking know. We weren't playing for the championship, so in the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, uh, I miss, I miss Chester. Great, you're not yeah. first, you're last. That's right, baby. Um, and on that note, Fink, tell us how your weeks were. Well, I really, uh, before before we talk about my week, because I, I had a lot of hockey to, to play, um, my gear would have been drastically more disgusting if I didn't have the best bag in hockey. And it's been it's been long enough now that people I feel like need to be reminded of Conway and Banks and what they have going on. So Jason, before I dive into the the wild weekend that I had, uh let them let them know about the best absolute best bag in hockey. Well, for your guns and hoses tournament needs or any tournament needs for that matter, uh, especially for your bag, you're going to need a great bag. And that's where the great people at Conway and Banks come in. They've got a perfect bag that is designed to keep all of your gear like completely dry and organized with all those giant vents on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they have like removable organizers to keep all of it, your stuff organized. If you got a big foot and a small shin, so you're going to have to 
shimmy your shin pads into a different spot, you can do that. <laughs> those things move up and down. You got big hands and a tiny elbows or something like that. You can adjust those things. So that's what we're talking about here. And guys, they come in three different sizes. So you're going to be sure to find one that fits your needs. Three different colors as well. They got the, the navy, the gold lamp red, and the black. That thing is classic AF. But mm-hmm. if I do say so myself, the red is where it's at. Chef's I'm, kiss. Yep, I'm privy. Reminds me to get a goal every time I'm out there, aside from the fact that I'm playing hockey. So um, go ahead and get 10% off by using your code WHATAHOCKEY10 and go to the link in our bio and hit that thing up to head, head over to ConwayandBanks.com. So one, uh, click. one click. It it's is so easy. one click, dude. Just one click to get to the page, one click to add it to your cart, a couple of clicks to check out. Okay. So mm. get your gear to the rink in Well done. Nice. <laughs> I love a good drop. I love the fanfare. Yeah, the fanfare is fantastic. <laughs> are we wait? I didn't realize we were doing this live. We're doing it live right now. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, we'll there's a whole crowd. There's a whole crowd. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's super proud of what we've done full, so far. Full studio audience. Yeah. Full studio audience. <laughs> uh, yeah, let them hear it again, man. Throw it. Uh, let them hear. It. Come on, guys. Oh, 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 it up oh there. Yeah. Oh. There we That's go. Talking about. <laughs> Had to get the crowd hyped up with their. Yeah, the crowd's got to get. Uh, Patrick, the uh, the resident crowd hype man. Uh, man, you know what? Awesome weekend. Uh, it's been a couple of weekends though since we've recorded, but. Uh, you went to another wedding. Uh, you know, Patrick wasn't the only one. Bought some new black Nike blazers because that's the move now for for all occasions. Is the high top was Nike that, blazers? What that was that you were okay? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I'm tired. Right. You know what? I, this is before before I get into this past weekend, the Guns and Hoses tournament, and and the blast that I had. I have to say, it's 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 not fair, okay, to go to weddings, and and you know what? I know that. Women do more than enough for us, and and we can dive into a whole different topic at another date about how much more they deserve. But I will say there is one thing that's unfair. Women, as a prerequisite, are completely allowed to go from wearing very expensive and classy high-heeled shoes and such to flippity flops from Old Navy in a matter of a second, and nobody bats an eye. But yeah. but a, but a man in a tux cannot change into what I feel are still very classy shoes and Nike blazers or any kind of nice tennis shoe. I- I'm sorry. Tuxedo and suit shoes are not made for dancing. I can't break it down in a pair of... You can't of boot scoot and boogie. No, because all you're doing is scooting. You can't boot yep. and you can't boogie because you're just <laughs> scooting across the floor. There's no traction on those no tuxedo shoes. No traction whatsoever. Shoes. Zero. But you, you throw on some nice Nike blazers, and I tell you what, you're in for a great time. So You're not going to be able to cumbia with fucking tuxedo shoes on. <laughs> no, I've okay. tried. And it, it, does, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I've never, I've never uh, done the Soldier Boy or the Cupid Shuffle because if I do, I just keep shuffling. I can't stop. There's and no God traction. Forbid, God yeah. forbid somebody spilled a drink out there. Oh, my God. That's game makes over. It even- you and might I mean, as you, well just be, you guys saw the health F1. hazard. Yeah, you guys saw the F one crash this weekend. They're oh, racing on slicks. Yes, I you're, did. Ra- you're racing on slicks, baby. That's basically <laughs> what guys are in tuxedos are doing. We're racing on slicks, baby. So I'm just saying, guys, go out, get yourself a nice classy pair of Nike Blazer black high tops, change into them. You will be looked upon as an absolute god on the dance floor. Can confirm. 
That being said, that was two weekends ago. Last weekend, though, well, now two weekends ago, because this past weekend was July 4th. It's been a while. Uh, Staying Aaron, Aaron Lewis. Uh, Guns and Hoses tournament hosted at a multitude of the Star Center rinks here in Dallas-Fort Worth, the Metroplex. Uh, played with the Dusters. I was a, I was a last-minute sub call-up. Uh, I want to give a huge shout-out to Aaron, uh, who broke his ankle literally the day before the tournament. Uh, one, I am so sorry, and I wish you a, a, a rapid, speedy recovery, and I did my best in your place. Uh, that being said... Wait, uh, Aaron who? I, I don't want to give away too much information. You know, I don't know okay, if he... Okay, okay, okay. You know, that's a HIPAA violation, brother. Yeah, it's a HIPAA violation. That's true, that's true. That's assault, brother. We could uh, discuss off-air. We could discuss off-air. <laughs> off but yeah, Aaron, if you're listening, uh, I know him, and maybe his dad listens. Uh, I've sat with his dad at multiple Americans games now. One of the nicest guys in the world. But... That being said, the Dusters, they gave it a valiant effort. Uh, they did all they could, but we unfortunately came one game short of winning the championship to a team called the Stampeding Turtles uh, out of Northwest Louisiana. Now, Whoa. not to mention, we also lost the, our championship game for uh, Le Pylons uh, by a mm. goal. I only I scored the only goal in that game with my new Chopavelsky stick. There's some magic in that stick, I tell you. Um, all white. Yes. It's all right. Uh, yeah. So the Stampeding Turtles. One Straight observation the- about that team name is that an oxymoron? Can I think turtles it is an oxy- really stampede? Right. I think it is a bit of a of a of an oxymoron. But well, have we- you ever been to the turtle races? Have you ever some of those heard suckers of turtle can races? fly? Yeah. <laughs> some of there's them can there's fly. some out there. There might be some myth to the uh, tortoise and the hare story. You know the there's fable, I guess, be. if you will. There's got to be a myth there. I will say though. Could not have lost to a better group of people. They had not skated since April of this past year. They don't really have any ice where they're at in Louisiana. Uh, mostly it's roller and deck hockey. And they were extremely kind afterwards. You could tell that, that this this meant a lot to them, which, I mean, we would have celebrated in kind as well. Um, but just a huge shout out to the Guns and Hoses organization for putting that on. Um, we had an absolute blast at the Farmer's and Plano rinks, um, as always, the LPs play over in Richardson. So it was nice to kind of mix it up a little bit on the on the rinks and get a couple of different sheets in. Uh, and could not have had a better time. Could not have lost to a, a more kind group of people. Uh, and I bring them up because a couple of them came up afterwards and actually had listened to the podcast before they had ever come to this tournament. So huge shout out to them over in Louisiana because... We could not do this without you guys listening, uh, wherever you're listening from. So I just thought it was cool, super humbling experience to have them come up afterwards and say, you know, hey, we really like the podcast. It made getting beat by them and losing and getting second place sting just a little bit less. So did you by chance get any contact info, uh, follow each other on Instagram or anything like that? I've got a couple of them on Instagram, a couple of them on Facebook. We might be doing some work with them. They've actually got a tournament I, I reached out to you guys about um okay they have going on. yeah supply okay. kids with uh with some hockey equipment there in louisiana where they may not be able to afford it or it may not be as accessible um so yeah really cool experience overall and honestly just super humbled by everything and i do want to say too before we Wait, uh, really quick before we dive into this i mean we were talking about you know us sponsoring uh, uh this tournament a little bit should we get the french fries involved in this 
I don't know if we have we... enough time, but I want. Yes, I think we should. What, well, okay, we should when do we have to the... start sending some stuff in? I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll reach out to uh, the guy that that put it together and reach out to me and see if we can do maybe is a GoFundMe out of the cards, like a quick GoFundMe. No, but if they want to like Venmo or PayPal our our Water Hockey account, we'll throw whatever you know. We'll try to match whatever we can. I think uh, that's smart. French fries that you know. All right. That way, you know I like that. I'll make a post about it. Maybe we'll put up we'll put up our Venmo and and we'll send whatever we can over to them. Uh, whatever the French fries can offer up. I think that's you know good that idea. way we can help you know expand our platform, their platform. You know, it's uh, it's all about the kids. Yeah, it's it's definitely about the kids. That's how Wu-Tang, you reach these kids. We we might as well be called Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are definitely for the children. For the children, we're, we're opposite. The children. Opposite Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, exactly. awesome experience. Awesome experience overall. Got to bring out the sauce toss, which as always, make sure to head to saucetoss.com. Use code WADASAUCE for 10% off your entire order. Like I said a couple of episodes back, they have been kind enough to extend the WADASAUCE promo code all year long. So if you want to get some early, early Christmas shopping done, if you want to get something for the rest of the summer, because here in Texas, it's just now starting to be 100 degrees every day. And by that, I mean, it's already been 100 degrees every day for like 12 plus days. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous just right now, now, July 5th. Uh, but yeah, head over to saucesauce.com, water sauce for 10% off. And as always, none of this would be possible. I mean, it would be, but we always appreciate Texas Hockey Apparel, which texashockeyapparel.com, if you go over there today, I don't know how long this is going on for, they are going to take a 30% discount off your entire order at checkout. You don't need a code. You don't need anything special. Just go to texashockeyapparel.com, check out, boom. 30% off your order. We had a couple of those Texas Beer League shirts left over that you can go to texashockeyapparel.com and catch. Uh, I don't know how many sizes or how many he has left, but I do know that if you ordered one, check your mail in the next few days because Garrett did send those out. Uh, so as always, couldn't appreciate texashockeyapparel.com. Uh, the website, go check it out. Order stuff. Tell him Wana Hockey sent you. He'll appreciate it. We'll appreciate it because we're all in this together, just like they were on... Uh, high school musical i'm gonna go so, buy one right now yeah, yeah go buy same. one right now but uh yeah boys i'm what super excited that? about this guest that we have coming on here in just a second and we'll send it over to him and and we'll uh we'll talk a little bit about the draft because like i said that's kind of important first-hand experience first-hand experience so like we were saying with the 2022 nhl entry draft happening this week what uh, what better time than now to have the 2021-2022 WHL Player of the Year and most sportsmanlike player of the year join Wada Hockey? He hails from Kamloops, British Columbia, and he was the 47th pick overall in last year's NHL draft by the Dallas Stars with uh, quite possibly the best name to grace this podcast ever. Uh, welcome to the show, Logan Stankoven. Uh, Logan, dude, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, how's the offseason treating you so far? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been good. It's, it's uh, more of a shorter summer this year, uh, obviously, with uh, Dallas Development Camp coming up here uh, next week. And then in a few weeks, I'll head to uh, Edmonton for the, the replay of the World Juniors that got canceled. And then I'll be back down in Dallas for main camp. So it's a, it's a short summer. And uh, after main camp, uh, I'll, I'll figure out where I'll be playing next year. So, Well, I think we all kind of 
have high hopes for where you'll be playing. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like you get a lot of time off. Uh, I had this question a little bit later on, but since we're talking about the off season now, what's, what's a normal off season look like for you? What are some of the off ice hobbies that you have? Um, I like to golf lots and I also have a pool in my backyard. So, uh, uh, I'll, I'll kind of take some time off the ice, you know, after my season's done and uh, a couple weeks away from the gym and ice, and then I'll slowly get back into the gym and, uh, usually I take about a month off the ice. So, uh, right now is it's, it's been about a month. So I'm slowly starting to get back in, in, into the swing of things. And, um, you know, I, I have a golf membership, so I like to go with my buddies, you know, whack the ball around a bit. I'm not very good, but, uh, <laughs> working on that. And, uh, yeah, it's basically, uh, what I like to do in the summer. You, you piqued everybody's interest when you go started ahead. talking when about you said golf. golf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We, Patrick plays. Think was playing this weekend it's been a while since i've played but i mean we all try to swing a swing a ball around you know we get it we swing uh, the fences and land in the bushes absolutely i guess i went to top golf <laughs> the other week uh with some uh, with some work people we had a retreat you know what i mean um <laughs> but uh what are you shooting man like uh what what, what can we expect well, you got a handy you, you play enough to keep a handicap. I, no. I don't even know what how how to keep a <laughs> handicap. So I just want to sound yeah. like I know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, no, I don't keep a handicap or anything. But uh, usually I shoot from anywhere high 90s uh, or no, sorry, low 90s, high 80s. So okay, I'm, that's that's respectable. I'm usually I'm yep. usually a boogie golfer. That's usually how I play. So uh, if I can get uh, in the 80s, it's a good day for me. You're pretty generous with the mulligans, you know, like, uh, <laughs> no, not usually maybe, oh. maybe once a game, if that, so I'm okay. pretty, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to let myself off the handle. I like to, uh, I like to play a straight, uh, straight game and, and a fair game. So I guess that's kind of better the man than I between am. like mm -hmm. true athletes versus <laughs> us weekend warriors. <laughs> yeah. The true dedication to it. And, and unlimited, unlimited amount of mulligans for us. Yeah. <laughs> So I have to ask before we get into like the 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 real like hockey talk, have you had a chance to talk with any of the guys on the stars and have you heard about the uh, the legend that is Joe Pavelski and how great of a golfer he is? Um, I haven't really talked to many guys on Dallas. Uh, I always keep in touch with some of the prospects, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, last year at camp, I was fortunate enough to meet uh, Dennis Gurianov, uh, Jason Robertson, uh, Jake Ottinger, Pavelski. Uh, it was pretty funny. I was skating with him. We were in the same group. So uh, he was kind of my line mate for a bit of it. And it was, it was pretty cool just to skate alongside him. And uh, you could tell just, you know, how good of a person he was. And obviously, he's a spectacular player, too. So it was just uh you know, kind of a, a surreal thing for me because, uh, you know, I grew up watching him play and, and uh, you know, when he was on the Sharks, he was pretty dominant and he still is, but uh, those were his prime days, so. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild to look back at this past season and see that he probably had his best season, I think, of his career so far. But we're talking to you. You are the prospect. You're the kid that everyone wants to talk about, get to know a little bit more. Uh, you are also the first Kamloops Blazer to be named Player of the Year since Jerome Ginla back in 96. So at what point in this past season, um, if at any point, did you realize you were on just like kind of a scorcher pace? Uh, and did that keep you kind of more focused on the game, what was going on? Or are you kind of like away from the stat sheet during this season? You're like, it's a team thing. All I'm worried about is the Blazers doing the best that they can. 
Yeah, I'm not really too focused on, you know, stats or individual kind of, uh, I guess, accolades. Um, it's not something that I think about going into the season. I mean, obviously, you know, it's nice to be recognized here and there for uh, your individual success. But uh, at the end of the day, it's it's always a better feeling if you're lifting the cup at the end of the year. So um, obviously it was nice to be named uh you know, player of the year in the WHL and then the CHL too. But, uh, you know, would it be nicer if we could have been playing in the Memorial Cup? But uh, I'll, I'll probably have a shot at it next year, which would be cool. You know, it's funny, it kind of leads into my next question because you, you've kind of solidified yourself. Uh, I mean, th with the name Logan Stankoven, it's, it's just hard to forget a name like that, especially when you're a Stars fan. We've had some pretty unique names come through the system. Um, what are your goals going into next season and, and where do you hope to see yourself, let's say, at this time next season? Because you know, Pete DeBoer was named the head coach recently, and he has an affinity for the youth movements that go on inside the organizations that he coaches. Um, do you see yourself possibly uh, peaking at the AHL or at the NHL level at any point next year? Um, well, next season, I'm not able to play in the AHL yet just because I'm still 19, but mm -hmm. uh, it'll, it'll either be NHL or back to major junior hockey. So, um, I mean, Hopefully next year uh, or at this time I would have finished my first year in the NHL, but uh, I mean, it's going to take a lot of work to, to get there. But um, I mean, obviously I'd have to have a good main camp and, and hopefully get in some exhibition games and stick with them for a while. But uh, uh, for me, it's just about making a difference, you know, going into camp and, and making sure that uh, I can show, you know, the scouts and, and the coaches and everything that, uh, you know, hey, I can I can play, I can stick at this level. So, I mean, that would be ideal ideal for me if that could happen. But if not, then you know, you go back to to playing major junior hockey, and we get those the Memorial Cups. So there's nothing uh, nothing uh, too bad about that as well. Winners just gotta win, you know. I got I got one follow up to that. Um, <clears throat> with that goal in mind, you know, there's pressure on yourself, not only from you, but from the organization in a sense. Uh, how do you prepare for that? How do you get mentally or physically ready saying, okay, what do I need to do to lift myself to the next level where I can make the, the NHL roster? Uh, I'd probably just say putting in the extra work. Um, obviously, you know, during the summer, it's a key opportunity or, you know, key uh, prime opportunity to, to, you know, kind of build strength and, and, uh, you know, take those, those little steps, uh, you know, getting bigger, stronger, faster. Um, you know, there's so much room for, for me being, you know, such a young guy still, I can, I can improve lots and, and, uh, work on, you know, key things in my game so that, you know, once camp comes around, I'll, I'll be ready to go. Yeah, I actually heard someone describe you, uh, your body type as a fire hydrant. So are you just like packing in carbs right now and just basically saying, you know what? Like, I'm trying to vie for a spot at the NHL. I'm eating nothing but steak and potatoes and let's just see where this takes me. No, not quite that. But uh, <laughs> I've always kind of been more on the, the thicker side, you know, um, being a smaller guy, you don't want to be, you know, 150 pounds going up against guys that are 200 plus pounds. So um, usually right now I'm weighing in around, you know, 170, 172 area. So, um, you know, I don't want to be too heavy at, to, to a point where, you know, it's hard for me to keep up to the game and, and, uh, skate, but uh, at the same time, you want to be thicker so that uh, when you go into the corner to battle with those bigger guys, you know, you're ready. Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of look at that, like a uh, title Andrea who's in the system now as well, who had a couple of 
couple of sips of coffee with the NHL, hopefully to see him back next season. Uh, but, you know, they selected him in the draft. They selected you in the draft last year, which kind of brings me kind of into the next question with the draft just a couple of days away. Uh, take us back to that point in the draft because you were drafted uh, 47th overall. Um, I watched a couple of interviews where you kind of spoke about, obviously with COVID, it was weird. You guys couldn't be um, in arena doing the draft selections like it's normally done. So had you had communication with the stars or Jim Neal or anyone on the stars organization up to that point? Um, was that a, was that a call you were expecting or was that kind of like a, okay, I don't know this number. It's a weird two, one, four, nine, seven, two area code. I don't know that area code. And then you pick it up and it's, it's possibly Jim Neal or did you guys have any, any communication whatsoever going into that? Uh, no, nothing with, uh, you know, any of the, the head coaches or, or, uh, managers or anything. I, I had one phone call about a week before the draft. It was with Dennis Holland. So, mm -hmm. uh, spoken to him for about 10, 15 minutes at most, just kind of talking about a few things. Obviously scouts have their questions to ask players. So, uh, kind of sat, uh, sat in my car. I was down in Vancouver training at the time and, uh, He'd given me a phone call and um, I'd spoke to him for a bit. And then uh, up until, yeah, I guess draft day, uh, that was the only person that I had talked to from the organization. And um, I'd have, I'd had, you know, already a few other teams like Seattle, LA, Boston. They had interviewed me, you know, two, even three times now. So um, I was uh, kind of surprised by that a bit and thought that, hey, you know, these teams are pretty interested. Maybe I have a good chance at going to, one of those teams, but uh, obviously that wasn't the case. And, um, you know, I was super happy with, with where I went and, and uh, being in Dallas, it's a great spot to be. Yeah. And you had a little bit of experience playing in the, the world juniors, I believe, what was it two years ago now? Is it, or is it a time flies with the, with COVID? Like, I don't even know what day it is half of the time, but you've, you've spent some time in Dallas already. Yeah. Yeah. It was about a year and a half ago now, I think. So, okay. uh, was last uh april or may i think so yeah i was down in dallas for the u18s there and uh that was a lot of fun good time to be here when it's not quite a thousand degrees <laughs> right. yet. blistering yeah yeah you're gonna have to get used to that unfortunately um so you mentioned you got to to skate with with paths and robertson and gurianov and otter which player excites you the most to possibly play with in the next few years? Um, I I also skated with uh, Rupe Hints. Uh, obviously, Robertson's unreal too. But a uh, mm -hmm. guy that kind of surprised me or stood out was was Rupe Hints. I I didn't think he was that skilled, and when I skated with him, he was just unbelievable. Like he's a full package. He's big. He's he's got a good shot. You know, he can he can skate. Uh, I just couldn't. I couldn't believe, you know, how fast the, the puck was on his stick and then off the stick and in the back of the net. So, um, you know, I wasn't surprised that he had uh, quite a bit of su success this season. It's the hair, too. He grew out his right. hair and then he it's cut the it. So it's yeah. the, the flow. I mean, I think he should bring the flow back. It's a it's a stellar distraction on the ice for everybody that's around him. So it makes sense. Right. But uh, <laughs> not to get too much into uh, your future teammates' haircuts. But uh, obviously last year, too, with the draft, you were in a slew of draft picks and the stars are notable for, for really developing their draft picks and selecting well. So with the guys that are still kind of in that prospect phase of their career, um, like yourself, 
in that same realm of who are you most excited to play with that's on the roster now? Who are you most excited to see up on the roster alongside of you? I mean, obviously there's Maverick York, there's Wyatt Johnson, but is there somebody, maybe one of them that stands out that you just look at and go, I can't wait to be on the same line with them? Yeah, those those two guys for sure. Um, I've played with both of them and against both of them, and uh, they're pretty special players for, for a reason. And uh, I've known Wyatt for, uh, I think, 10 years now. So uh, yeah, eight or eight or nine, 10 years now. So uh, I've known, you know, how skilled he's been for a while now. And uh, I think he was kind of slept on a bit at the draft and, mm-hmm. and now he kind of had his coming out party this past season. And then obviously uh, Mav has been really good and um, you know, uh, a game changer too. So those are two players that, uh, you know, hopefully I get the chance to play with someday. Was there uh was there a phone call with Wyatt once you got selected to the stars? Did you guys kind of like go, okay, this is uh we're we're in this together now. Like let's let's take this over. Uh not a phone call, but uh, we texted back and forth for sure. Um, yeah, I mean we, we gotta stop we gotta stop talking about phone calls, man. These people we just we just text <laughs> now, man. I, I mean, I guess I I don't know, voice memo's a thing now. I don't I don't I hate did, did you send did you send him a Snapchat? Yeah, 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 Snapchat, yeah, I IG, so. Twitter. But I think it was a Snapchat text, actually. So I, there you uh, go. So yeah, he just he snapped. He was like, "Hey, man, congrats!" Or whatever. Yeah, that was basically what it was. Just can we just congratulated each other and uh, yeah, basically said that uh, we were looking forward to seeing each other at, at camp. So right on. Um, kind of growing up, man. Well, who who was your idol? You know, who who did you want to be, and how did you want to style your play after them? Uh, when I was, when I was really young, I was a huge fan of Mike Camilleri, uh, who played for Montreal there. And, uh, I think he played in Calgary and LA too, but, uh, I was a huge fan of just him being a smaller guy, you know, could put the puck in the net. And then, uh, obviously Crosby, I mean, who doesn't like Crosby? He's just a good role yeah. model, obviously one of the best players to ever live. And those are definitely two guys growing up. I liked, but now I'd probably say Braden point or like a Cole Caulfield. So. Okay. Yeah, Cole Caulfield out of nowhere just been lights out. Should have never sent him back down, by the way. Should have never sent him back down. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh let's transition away from from hockey for a little bit. Okay. Asked you quite a few. Um, but we want to know Logan Stankoven, the person. The person. Not just the hockey player. Any favorite foods that you're looking forward to? down in Dallas. Do you know too much about the food down here? Are you looking for recommendations? Um, I love my Mexican food and obviously Texas is, is oh, right on the boy. border there. So uh, yeah, I'm huge into uh, tacos and burritos and stuff like that. So if you guys have you. recommendations, yeah, you're, you're in trouble. Have you ever had a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we don't have, we don't have those up here. Ooh, probably it's probably for the best. You know what? Yeah. That's probably why you're you're on the cusp of the NHL is because you didn't have Taco Bell distracting you. That's why we're all doing a podcast is Taco yeah. Bell. Uh, <laughs> those, those have you guys. had a chance to try any of the the barbecue down here while you were down here? No, I didn't. I didn't get to try any of it. But uh, I've I've seen a lot of those those Texas Roadhouse signs and and whatever else. So those Ooh. look pretty good. Those those uh, Texas You've got, places, yeah. but. There's there's plenty plenty to choose from. It's a uh, it's a journey that you can take at any time. Trust me on that one. Yeah. Uh, so what's a what's a pregame playlist look like for you? Are there any notable artists on there? 
Um, I I like Drake lots. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like like just one artist. Like uh, yeah. Board games though, like uh, certain like genres would be like rap, rock, uh, like like some EDM music. It all just depends. I think something with a good beat is is uh, is definitely my go-to. I don't like slow songs or. Uh, songs that uh, aren't kind of upbeat and, and get you fired up for a game but uh drake um i like kygo uh okay some solid choices there's nothing wrong with any of those yeah do you do you handle the ox cord in the locker room pregame or is that somebody else uh when i was younger i used to it was like hardcore rock like acdc uh classic i think who else um yeah, just this like hardcore rock. So I used to do it back in the day, but not anymore. Who's the guy in the locker room now? Uh, Quinn Schmeeman. He was our guy. He was he's twenty this year though, so we're gonna have to find a new ox guy this coming year. You might have to take it back. You might have to <laughs> yeah. take it back. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you're gonna have to get that torch and then pass it on to the next guy. Yeah. Yeah, the guy. The guys like my music because I've played it a few times, like for practices and stuff. But. Uh, I just hate being that guy that has to go check his phone every couple minutes for, you know, to choose what song. Like, usually when I'm at the rank, I don't like to touch my phone. I just go out and, and do my, my pregame routines and stuff. It's a lot of pressure. I've done it for a couple of, a couple of you know, skates down here, not nearly on the same level. But, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. We get a lot of Taylor Swift requests, which oh, really yeah. doesn't get me going, so I usually change the uh, the mood to a little Shania Twain instead. We are never, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's hard to it's hard to please everybody because everybody likes different music. So, yeah. Uh, before Patrick gets into his classic question, I do have a question too. Are you watching any shows right now? Me and the boys were having a little chat about Stranger Things before this. So, oh, yeah. are you caught up on Stranger Things? Are there any shows that we need to be on the lookout for that you're watching right now? um stranger things you guys nailed it of stranger things so uh, i haven't uh, i haven't watched the newest season that just came out like a few days ago so i'm gonna yeah, have to okay i was gonna say but uh i wa i've watched everything up to date until it got what did it get really released july 1st i think so yeah oh yeah um, part two canada day. hey yeah, speaking of how yeah hey canada happy day. belated canada day there you go yeah you. yeah and yeah fourth of july i guess to you guys it was what, yesterday yeah, it's a little, little tradesies yeah yeah so, yeah so so okay what's it what's a normal canada day look like for you because for us down here for july 4th it's just a bunch of ruffians popping off fireworks until 2 a.m uh this year was a bit different i was actually down in the states i wasn't even in canada for canada oh. day seattle with my family for just a little family vacation uh caught a seattle mariners game and then uh did some shopping so uh, yeah, I wasn't even in Canada for Canada Day. That was the most American Canada Day you could have celebrated with shopping and baseball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what What do you think of the the Mariners Stadium? It's awesome. I I love it. It's unbelievable. I can't I can't believe just how many food vendors there are. Like it's insane. It just goes on and on. And um, yeah, we had some we had some pretty bad seats to start off with, but. Uh, you wait until about the third or fourth inning, and then you can move to wherever because most people veteran. Yep. Veteran move. Is veteran that move. No, that's, uh, it's it's T-Mobile Park now. I believe. Oh, yeah. Park. Didn't it used okay. to be called Safeco? Safeco Field previously. Safeco. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Roof was uh, the roof open or closed? That's I. I'm asking. No. I I have like four stadiums left to see before I've seen all of them. So. Yeah, no, it was it was open. So nice. Mm-hmm. It's on it's on my list. I have that two LA stadiums and then uh, Atlanta's new one, which I guess doesn't really count. But that's fair. Just curious what your experience was like. Yeah, I loved it. It's lots of fun. I'm not like huge into baseball, but uh, mm-hmm. this past summer uh, here in Kamloops, we got a uh, a semi kind of collegiate team. Uh, it's called the West Coast League. So we have a team called the Kamloops North Paws now, and they get a pretty decent crowd. And I've went out to a few games now. I was at a game last night, and uh, they got some pretty good college players from down in the States and uh, a couple of Canada guys from like Vancouver or wherever. But uh, it's fun to watch them. And uh, yeah, I've kind of gotten into baseball a bit more this past summer. Yeah, we nice. uh, one of one of our buddies of the show. He plays for uh, the ECHL affiliate of the Kraken down here. We had him do a live watch along to uh, one of the Stanley Cup games, and he was like, "I just love baseball because it's just so so quiet and laid back." He was like, "You play hockey and you go hard in the boards, and you're, you know, eighty two games some odd a season banging yeah. the boards with guys." He's like, "It's nice just to sit back and not have to worry about anything for four hours." <laughs> yeah, muck it up at the in the dugout with all the other guys. Just yeah, have fun. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to be uh, a fan for once because during the season, it's it's a grind. You're you're playing lots of games, and it's nice just to kind of relax and sit back and and uh, yeah, be be a fan for once. Are you? Uh, you are you? A like, I was gonna say, have you taken a liking to the Texas Rangers yet? Yeah, I was gonna say, have you had a chance to visit the uh, the ballpark down here yet? Yeah, yeah. For main camp, uh, I went down and, and watched a game with a bunch of the other prospects. We watched. Uh, I think it was the Rangers played uh, the Angels, so that was a yeah. that was a cool game to catch. All right. We, uh, got to see Trout and uh, Otani. So Otani. That was... It's amazing how something good... else. Yeah, it's amazing how good those dudes are and how atrocious their team is this season. But that's a different story. Yeah. The Rangers aren't they're They're not, they're not like great by any <laughs> means, but uh, so you were talking about, you know, it's a grinder in the season and I, and I hate to bring it back to hockey, but I'm just curious for a second. Uh, are you a back middle or front of the bus guy when it comes to traveling? Um, more like middle back. Uh, I'm not at the very, very back, but I'm like three or four seats from the back. So. Okay. You can kind of keep yeah. a, keep an eye on everything. Make sure everyone's, you know, relaxing, getting some sleep when they need to. That's smart. Yeah, it's just kind of more of like a pecking order. Like obviously, all the younger guys kind of sit towards the front, and then you work your way back as as you get older. So um, you don't really have much of a choice. I mean, if you're an older guy, you usually sit closer towards the back, unless unless you don't like the back, then yeah, you sit in like the middle. So gotcha. Well, Patrick's got a. Uh, we we asked this question of every single guest that we have come on. We've had countless guys from the nhl to the echl and a couple of personalities outside of the sport uh so patrick i'm gonna we got we're gonna put you on the spot a little bit with this one so this can be like a interview practice question of sorts let's say a movie is being made about logan stankoven and you get input during the creative process during casting who would you select to play yourself in the movie about you um, I mean, an obvious choice would be my dad because I think we're pretty similar and uh, just just the way we act. And um, I mean, he's taught me everything uh, to this point and he's one of my biggest role models. So uh, I'd probably say him. But uh, obviously, uh, we don't really look the same. He's, he's much older. <laughs> so 
Yeah, that'd be hard, but uh, yeah, I'd probably say him. I, I think that's the most wholesome answer we've had. It sure is. Because we've had like Bradley Cooper and Zach Galifianakis and all different answers. So that was by far the most wholesome answer that we've had to that question. So congratulations on that. You now have yeah. that award to add to your trophy case that will continue to grow. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. The name. We have to, because Stankoven is one of, like I said, if not the most unique name to come through the organization, it might be one of the most unique names in the NHL. What do the boys in the locker room call you? And what can we kind of like try and push on the stars fans once you make it to the show to kind of say, Hey, no, he doesn't, he doesn't like to be called the oven. He prefers like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually most of the guys just call me stank or stanky. Um, Love my that. last name is a lot of people say it differently, but it's actually Stan Coven. Um, some people say stank oven or uh, I mean, uh, what's another one? Uh, Stan Coven. I've heard like Stan Coven. Some guy at the U18s, one of the broadcasters was calling me Stan Coven, like Stan Coven, which doesn't make throwing any throwing sense. Throwing an eye in there. Yeah. Killer, killer research, killer research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's just Stan Coven. And uh, my grandpa, I believe, was born in Slovakia. So it's more of a Slovakian last name. Oh, okay. So I don't know, like, as far as like the cultural, uh, how how far or how close in the cultural divide there is, but have you ever heard of a Kalachi? No, I have no clue what that is. Okay. So okay. there, this is, this is more on the, the Czech side of things down here in Texas. You'll have to try it out. Um, there's a city called West Texas. It's one of those things where like, it's synonymous with like barbecue too. Everyone knows Texas for their like brisket, you have to go down to West Texas. They're called kolaches. They have sweet and they have savory. And uh, I don't know how, like I said, how close they are culturally. Um, but I think that's something that you'll you'll definitely have to dive into. Off-season, of course. This, this is definitely not <laughs> mid-season type food to have. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to try it then. <laughs> All right. So so for the Stars fans, Stanky is acceptable. There's no I in uh, Stan Coven. Like, let's, let's, let's squash that right now. Uh, yeah. But I guess I really we don't really have anything left. Is there anything that you kind of have for the Stars fans as far as like your introduction? Is there anything that you particularly want them to know about you, or have you I mean you pretty much leave it on the ice for the most part? Yeah, um, I mean I don't really have anything else to add. Um, I mean in terms of nicknames though, like yeah, Stanky Stank. Uh, I've gotten uh, Stanky Leg a lot actually quite lately, um, especially one. with uh, Blazer fans. So I've seen a couple signs saying Stanky Leg in the crowd, and it's pretty funny. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just try and let uh, my on ice uh, performance do the talking for myself. Love it. Well, if you... I actually did have one other non-hockey question. Oh boy! Since oh you boy. mentioned you're still rocking the Xbox One, oh what uh, what's in the game rotation lately? Uh, lately, I haven't touched the Xbox in like two <laughs> weeks. So um, I like That's to fair. play a little NHL with my buddies. Like literally, the only time I play Xbox is if somebody else is playing with me. So what, fair. what team are you playing with? um depends i mean obviously dallas like how can you there you go dallas, but, okay yeah um, that's the best right. the politically correct answer <laughs> right yeah and then i like to play a little bit of even though it's old i used to play lots of uh fortnite with uh my buddies but uh not so much anymore well jason do you have anything else 
Man, nothing I can think of. Honestly, Logan, dude, we just appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit of your time with us. Um, I guess I do have one more question. What would be your advice for anyone that gets drafted this year? Just being fresh out of it, still really being in the in the beginnings of your career. Do you have any advice for someone that's about to get that call on Thursday? Um, I think just uh, don't worry about uh, the number you go or what team you go to. Uh, it's more about your development afterwards and, and what you can do uh, at camp and in the exhibition games. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, if you're drafted, you're, you're selected for a reason and uh, there's a lot of eyes watching you and stuff. So um, I just think, you know, make sure that uh, you're doing the right thing every day, you know, both on and off the ice. Uh, that's, you know, off the ice is huge because, uh, you know, a lot of young kids look up to, you know, us players and, uh, you know, see us as role models. So you want to make sure that uh, you set good examples for them. But uh, I think just continuously putting the work and just because you're drafted, it doesn't mean anything because I have, you know, lots of teammates and stuff that I've seen, you know, go undrafted and then they end up signing pro contract uh, contracts a few years later. So uh, at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, what you can do to uh, make your way onto the team. So that's important. Beautiful. Love it. Well, we'll put you on the spot one last time before we let you go. We all have our own sign offs. So. What's the Lewis, the Logan Stankoven sign off? Um, like, what do you mean? Just like a, a buy or what? Yeah, just a yeah. just a classic yeah. buy, but without saying buy. Okay. Um, I don't know. That's tough. I'd probably just say, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, thanks for having me on first, but uh, probably just uh, a see you later type thing. I don't know. I've never done. That's good. But- that's, that's good. That's classic. There's no wrong answers. There is no wrong answer. Yeah. You already won most wholesome answer for the the, the biopic question, so you can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Logan, again. Pat, let's round it out and call it. Yep. Stay sassy, as always. And uh, stay moist. And don't for any reason whatsoever, even if you accidentally wore the USA hockey hat and Logan plays for Canada hockey, forget your Kermit tattoos.